Welcome to the No Guilt Fangirls Podcast, where liking what you like is never a bad thing. Here's your host and head fangirl in charge, Patty Holiday. Hey y'all, welcome to the No Guilt Fangirls Podcast. I'm your host and head fangirl in charge, Patty Holiday. Now, back in June, we fangirled Galaxy's Edge over here. Uh, I think I did something ridiculous like four or five episodes <laughs> about Galaxy's Edge, but it's because I really, really love Star Wars. And uh, yeah, we're going to continue that whole love today. Now, why Galaxy's Edge? Because it's awesome. I mean, that's obvious, right? Um, but we're making this return run to the Black Spire outpost today with good reason. Rise of the Resistance, which is a brand new ride. Uh, people are saying the best ride ever, anywhere, any place that you can find ride, uh, is opening on December 5th. And I have someone on the show today who's got a little something to say about that. (laughs) Now, as a background for anyone who's new around here, I like a little Disney. Okay, I like a lot of Disney. And so fangirling the Disney parks has happened uh, in the past on this show, and it's probably going to happen again in the future, and will probably continue until I die. Um, Those are just the facts. Now, someone who also loves a little Disney is my guest today, and I have Amira Martin here. Hey, Amira. Hi, how are you? Good. Uh, Not as good as you, though. (laughs) Now, uh, to introduce you guys to Amira, if you don't already know her, she is a veteran of the Disney Parks Moms panel. She's the co-owner of the Star Wars Moms Facebook group. And she's also one of the co-hosts of The Geekly Show, which you can see every Tuesday on uh, Facebook at 11. And she's got like 15,000 other things. I'm going to let you let her fill you in on everything else she does. Um, she blogs over at fourhatsandfrugal.com. And uh, there's a podcast too, right, Amir? Yes, yes. I have a podcast too. It's called A Full Life Podcast. So you can find me there. All right. And what's your socials so people can hit you up and come follow all this content? It's pretty much Amira Martin everywhere. Um, the Four Hats and Frugal Facebook page is Four Hats and Frugal. So all the Facebook okay. pages, and they have their own names. So Disney Moms of Color has a Facebook page. Star Wars Moms has a Facebook page, um, all under those names. But if you just want to chat with me, it's just Amira Martin on social. All right. And you guys definitely want to do that. You want to go and watch her Instagram stories today <laughs> and her Twitter feed today because it is popping. It's got all the Rise of the Resistance information out. She is uh, down as media as a guest of Disney Parks uh, for this media preview. And will, will, will you, are you going to the dedication ceremony or did that happen today and I missed it? <laughs> no, you did not miss it. And we did find out that we will be attending. Awesome. Yes. Yes. Awesome. Be cool. Okay. All right. Cool. Well then, yes, you guys definitely want to go ahead and pay attention to everything that Amira is saying to you if you happen to be a Star Wars or Disney Parks fan. Uh, all right. Real quick, um, as uh, just as a quick reminder, for those that haven't met Amira before, there is a Batu episode. She was actually one of the first people that got to go to Batu on uh, in Disneyland. And so I had her on and she kind of gave her her feelings uh, of the whole land. And, and you're going to want to listen to that for, um, and that one's a little bit longer show because we were covering the entire land. Today, we're really just going to talk about Rise of the Resistance. 
And, uh, but I want you to go listen to that one too. Uh, so you get a feel for like just how nerdy and Star Wars loving (laughs) (laughs) she is, uh, because you, you, you guys have got to see the videos. Her face is glowing and beaming as only somebody who has experienced something pretty phenomenal in their life can portray. And uh, I was thrilled that she actually had some free time to talk with me today because I wanted to talk to her like in the moment. <laughs> um, what is, what's your Star Wars history? I know that it started with a little Star Trek and then we took a hard left uh, to Star Wars. So just remind folks who haven't heard that episode uh, about your, about your Star Wars story. Sure. So um, my dad and I used to watch, well, we still kind of do, uh, sci-fi movies and shows, and that was our thing. Um, So as I was growing up, that was the thing that I was assigned to do with dad. Uh, And of course, (laughs) he is a big Trekkie. He still loves Star Trek. Uh, So whenever there was a Star Trek movie, uh, we would go, I was his date to go see those things. And um, obviously we watched the show. So Star Trek The Next Generation was our show together. Um, And then when I turned eight, my dad, it was basically kind of a, I'm proud of you, kid. Now you get to see like the good stuff. He said, you know, (laughs) it's time for you to um, see Star Wars. So we sat down, we watched A New Hope, and he lost me. I was done after that. I was (laughs) a big, giant Star Wars nerd after that. And we still watch Star Trek stuff together because that's his, his jam. But... I fell in love and I have been in love since the age of eight. So um, it's, it's only gotten worse as it <laughs> happens when you're a fangirl of, of such things. That- I tell you what. Yeah, it, it does. I mean, but your, your Star Wars love, you know, has, has taken you far. Like you were, were you in, it was it a commercial, a, a Kohl's commercial, a Target commercial, a parade layout, all with Star Wars related <laughs> themes, right? I mean, like you, you've got some legit opportunities to show off your fandom and uh, yeah, Star Wars has been good to you. <laughs> yes, it's been very good to me. Yeah, it has been surreal to be able to be a part of that type of stuff where, you know, you can show off what it's like to be a fangirl of things like that, where, you know, sometimes we're not. All, always represented in certain mm-hmm. forms and to kind of be the face of that, that, you know, we, we, we fangirl hard over things and it's not all about the boys. Um, nope. what we're talking about and we, uh, have an obsession with things to the points where we know all the details and all the backstories and all the canon. And, um, it, it's just, it's, it's fun to represent, our community in that way and these, you know, big giant things like commercials and features and, and things like that and kind of say, like, shout it loud that, you know, we know our stuff too. And yep, we need yep. to be represented and we need to be celebrated as fangirls. Um, so it's been cool to, to be able to do that every once in a while. You are an awesome Star Wars fangirl ambassador, and I am so happy that I know you and that you're in my life. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So the good stuff. Let's talk about this. Okay. What ha- what happened this morning? What tell me like start from the beginning. You walked into Galaxy's Edge. What were you thinking? What were you feeling? I want the juicy details. Okay. Well, this was my first time doing Batu East. So oh, I, that's right. Yeah. So it was like double whammy for me early this morning. Uh, it was about seven a.m. They let us. They gave us access media access to the park at 7 a.m. So we got to go straight into Galaxy's Edge. 
um, right at that time. We weren't sure if we were going to have access to Rise of the Resistance this morning. Mm -hmm. It was kind of like a, okay, we're giving you access, so show up and we'll see. Uh, And most of us were smart enough to show up at 7 Mm -hmm. a.m. Because if you say you're opening up a park just for us, we need to show up. Um, So we were pleasantly, pleasantly surprised that as soon as we got there, um, they gave us access to go in and actually enjoy <laughs> Rise of the Resistance. It, it, it's I don't want to give away a ton, even though I know as of this point, there's like a ton of videos and all types yeah, of Yeah, there's, there's, there's loads of videos out there. And like, don't spoil anything. Mm-hmm. However, because I, you know, I like spoilers. You and I can talk about it later. <laughs> but um, but not everybody does. So yeah, I agree. Don't try not to spoil too much. But you can give some of the stuff that has been wide, widely shown. Like, for example, those stormtroopers. What's up oh, with man. those stormtroopers? Tell oh, me about God. that. Okay, well, we did get, we get, we got permission to share up until um, you actually experience the ride. So okay. Disney has given us the okay on that. And there is a long queue. So I will tell you guys that the queue is pretty long and not long as in you're waiting a long time. They give, it's a whole experience. Um, like Smuggler's Run, for those of who those of you who've been on that one, um, I know Patty, you've experienced it. Um, it's, the queue isn't, long like you stop in the in in the one room with hondo Mm -hmm. and then you go down the the corridors and things like that and then you get your cards and you are in the room where you can play sabacc and all that fun stuff um but rise of the resistance is even more of an immersive experience than that Um, so i think i counted my count may be off. By the end of this evening, I will know because my goal is to write it 20 times today, and I'm not kidding. <laughs> um, I believe there's about four different queue rooms. Um, and then the Stormtrooper room that everyone's been seeing, I, I did a little video of that, and I put it up on Twitter today. Uh, that's the your last technical um, queue room where okay. you're experiencing something. The next okay. thing you do is that you're actually waiting in the queue for the, for the ride. So. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. All right. So all that's right. why they're allowing us to show you guys all the little queue rooms and all that other stuff, because in each queue room, you're learning more about the mission and what you're about to embark. Um, but it's also you waiting your turn, but it doesn't feel that way. Like it's Disney does a very good job of having us wait for things, but not having it feel like we're waiting for things. <laughs> uh, and that's exactly what the cues are designed to do. They're designed to show you little clues about what may be coming up in your experience, give you information. Um, one cue you you do talk, Ray talks to you and tells you about the mission. I think that's been pretty widely known already. Um, there is a certain character that I won't say yet um, that you do see in one of the queue rooms uh, to not give it away. So you guys will have fun with that. Um, and then there's another queue room where you you wait and you kind of see like a, a map of where you're going to be going. And then um, there's, I think, one more queue room that isn't... Um, isn't all that interesting. Okay. Um, all right. All right. Well, hey, one out of four, right? <laughs> yes. And then there's another one that I won't give it away, but you do, um, you are put in a very compromising position. Okay. Okay. You, you do get a little visit from, Patty knows my boyfriend. Yes, your boyfriend. <laughs> my boyfriend, Tyler. 
Uh, and then you're you're waiting in that room, and then something amazing happens, and okay. that's where it all starts. Uh, something happens. You're able to uh, get ready to go uh, on the ride, which is trackless. That's widely known right now too. Um, it is a trackless attraction. So um, for those of you who've been on maybe Toy Story Mania, Midway Mania, um, you know how we're turned back and forth and things like that, but it's still on a track. This is trackless. Um, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure, uh, that's also trackless. So you may have seen videos online of that if you want to kind of get an idea of how a trackless uh, attraction works. But it is phenomenal. You don't know where to look. There's so much going on as soon as the ride starts. There's so much going on. You have you don't know where to look. And since now I'm gonna I'm gonna interrupt you for one okay. second. Go, ahead, go, ahead. go go back to that moment where something happens and then you get on the ride. I okay. have in my head, yes, because I've seen some of the discussion online and I've been trash stalking all of you guys, but I have in my head like kind of like it's an urgency thing. Like <laughs> now yes. you need to get you need to load yep. up and we need to go. So does that kind of happen quickly at that point? Exactly. That is exactly okay. what happens. Um cool, so- cool, cool. Yes. The way that you're set up is everybody kind of has a color. Uh, so whatever your color is, that's how you are um, embarking onto the attraction. So um, that kind of, and then it's like, remember your color. Like as soon as, as soon as that thing happens before you get onto the attraction, they go, remember your color. All right, guys, let's go. Uh, so it's kind of, it is a sense of urgency. It's like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And you have to just remember what you're doing. You have to remember your mission. You're hopping in. You're seeing all the other, um, there like other carts there. It's not just you. So you can see that there are other passengers in other stations getting ready to go on the same mission as you. Oh, okay. And that's different than like, say, um, you've been on Spider-Man at Universal Studios. No, I've never been. Oh, you haven't. Okay, okay. Yeah. Have you do you, have you done uh, Transformers at Universal Studios? I've never been to Universal Studios Florida. <sighs> Girl. All right. No! <laughs> we need to fix that. All right, I just <laughs> on those rides you don't see other carts. Oh. And okay. so that's what I had in my head when I was trying to So this sounds like though you're going to see multiple while you're while you're riding this, you're we're going to see other people. Yes, you do see okay. other people. You at least see one one other car. Okay, um, cool. And the cool thing about this, this isn't really, this isn't going to spoil anything for you guys, but it's important for you to know because you have to write it more than once. There are two experiences, at least two. I haven't seen more than two. I think it's just the two, but they're both different. Ah, so you okay. have to write it more than once and make sure that you get the different experience. Um, we just happened to, my second time around was the different one. Um, I don't know how I got the luck of the draw of that. So I, I've experienced both and they are totally different. Both are extremely fun and both have the surprise elements to them as you're writing it. So you do have to write it more than once. I know you guys are going to be like, oh, I got to send that line again. Yes, you do. Because <laughs> you have to. You have to. It's, it's part of the storyline that you see both of those experiences. All right, I'm just going to hit pause show. I'm going to pack real quick while you're talking. Go ahead. I'm just going to pack up because I need to go to Disney World like now. <laughs> like now. I need to, I, you know, I'm, not, I'm going in January. I'm such a brat. I'm going in January, but this is making me go, oh my gosh, I want to be on this thing now. I had the opening day experience at uh, Batu uh, East yes. when, when that opened and it was 
unreal. It was crazy. So I just know what people are in store for tomorrow when they oh show up and God. line up dark, oh, dark early in the morning to, to get on this ride. And uh, your description of it, it just has me totally captivated. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, just don't mind me. I'm packing, but go okay. ahead. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So I'm trying to think. Oh, I will address the drop because, you know, yes. we've yes. been all over the place and people are like speculating. Um, so there is one. I will confirm that. It is not drastic, like they say. It's nothing like Pirates of the Caribbean that everybody keeps saying. It's not like that at all. Um, it's, oh my gosh. Okay, this won't be giving it away. But if you are, if you've been on Tower Terror, mm-hmm. it's definitely not as drastic as that. But okay. it's you. It's a fun little blip that, you know, even smaller kids will enjoy the little the little drop that you get. Um, it's an essential part of, to the story. So I can't tell you why you do a little tiny drop, um, but it's such a cool drop. And then what happens after the drop is even cooler. Uh-huh. Uh, and you are, it it completes the story for you. And the ending of the ride, again, I'm not going to spoil anything. You won't see that coming. You'll be like, what just happened? It's happened. I've written it three times now. And every time that that part happens, I'm like, where are we? And what just happens? And you just uh, don't know what to do. And then you just got to get off the ride. They just you get <laughs> off. And then that's it. That's all it is. And you're like, I need to do that again. What just happened? Do you feel like, um, do you, do you feel like it ties into this movie, this little movie that's coming up? Do you feel like there's a tie into it? Are, are super savvy Star Wars peeps going to ride this before they see the movie and start putting out those spoiler alerts? Or what do you think about that? I, it definitely ties in. Okay. Um, I I don't think it's anything that is that we're, I don't think they put anything in it as of right now that will speculate to what we're going to see when okay. Rise of Skywalker comes out. Okay, but okay, okay. I will say because I this, I discussed this with a couple of other media people here, they definitely have the opportunity to change it up and plug in some things after we've seen the film. Ah. There are a lot of places within this attraction that they can totally change it up, maybe do a different overlay or um, just like make it a different experience that you see when you turn a corner. Um, they've done a, an, an excellent job of giving themselves the opportunity to do those little um, Easter eggs after we've seen this film. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Well, now, now I, I don't want to rush time because I hate to do that. But at the same time, I need <laughs> yeah. December to start kicking its pace up a little bit because I want to see this movie. And then I'm not going back to Disney World until January. So I need to get there and go stand in line. Okay. Here's my question. So standing in line, uh, we know there's going to be a line. We know there's going to be this wait. What's your recommendation? Um, do you think... Say for say for somebody without kids, okay, somebody like I don't know me, um, <laughs> who is showing up uh, that the trip that I'm going on is without kids. So I'm showing up. It's just an adult. How long would you say an adult should give themselves to wait? Like what, what what's worth it? What what time frame is worth it? Standing in line. Okay, so I oh my gosh, I mean obviously I'm going to say anytime. Well, yes, but say you're a Star Wars fan. Let's go. Let's go from a Star Wars fan. What's a good time for the Star Wars fan? 
I I don't think the line's going to be longer than three hours, just the way that they've set up the queues and okay. the different queue rooms. I think that's their, their goal is to make it so that way it's not like the four hour wait or anything like that. Um, but if they tell you it's like a three hour wait, I would just wait. I would wait it out uh, because they can move up the queues. Like you can not stay in a room as long, which yeah, is nice. right. Or they can right. keep you in a room a little bit longer. You'll never even know that gotcha. you're, that you're just chilling in that room. Um, so I think I have a funny feeling they're going to make this a queue that is, it's going to be extremely long on the first day. It just really is. Um, but they're going to try to push people through um, as soon as they can through each queue. So you do have enough time to experience the queue room, but not as much time as you would if the line was a little bit shorter, if that makes sense. So that that totally makes sense. And I, and I like that, that that also kind of gives you the flexibility. Like if you're the kind of person who really just wants to get through the line, then you can, you know, not push through the queue, but I mean, go, I'm assuming that in the room you can go and kind of stand by the door. So you'll be the first one through when they start letting people go into the next line and go through the next queue and such. But if you're a person who needs every single detail to soak it all in, you can linger a little bit and look at all the stuff in the like holding rooms, right? Right. Exactly. And the, the transport too, which is also widely known, there is a transport part um, where they're transporting you to your next destination. Um, and that's another w- another version of the queue because you can only fit maybe 20 or 30 people. I think it might be 30 people in the trans- transport. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of narrowing things down and they can keep going with the transports. It doesn't, um, it doesn't slow anybody down. And just in that, even in that stormtrooper room, if you guys have seen the photos and the videos of that, you can see it's pretty substantial. Uh, so you can get, you know, a good amount of people in there. It reminded me of Great Movie Ride. Do you remember Great Movie Ride where they would put us kind of in the lines, the queue before we would go in? Mm -hmm. Um, Or all the the old heads like us, if you remember that, before you actually went in to enjoy the Great Movie Ride, there was like a line queue and you would just stand. That's what it reminded me of, except without lines. It's just an open room and the stormtroopers are, there are hundreds of them staring at you. (laughs) Um, And you get to take photos and that's when you're going to do all those photo op thingies. Um, So that's what it felt like. That's kind of what it, what it felt like in that room. But they do, they do have that option of moving your transport, getting those people in quicker or slowing it down because of the amount of cues that they have. Um, so yeah, I would say three hours. If you can do three hours, just, you know, give it a go. I would do it. Just do yeah. it. All right. All right. Cool. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> all right. Well, next question. Um, does Batu feel complete now? Cause that was a lot of the initial complaints, not from you, not from me. I loved every second that I spent in there. Uh, but there was a lot of people that felt like, you know, you, you only wanted to be in and out and you didn't want to stay. You didn't want to linger, yada, yada, yada. I, I never felt that. I always, I mean, every single time guys, I never went to Hollywood studios I would go in and go out in order to ride one or two rides and then leave. I never, ever, ever lingered on in anywhere, even Toy Story Land, which I really adore and think is adorable. Mm-hmm. But Batu, the last three trips that I've been to Disney, I've spent more time in Batu than I have anywhere else. And that includes Magic Kingdom. And that's like unheard of for me. So my question is now, do you feel like this might 
kind of, you know, seal the deal for anybody who was on the fence or who wanted to wait? Like, now are you saying, oh, yes, now you, if you were waiting, it's worth the wait. It, like, you need to come now because the two feels good. Or are you, are you guessing that there's still going to be some folks out there? I mean, there's always going to be people that are going to complain, but do, do you feel like there's a justified, it's not, still not quite what we were promised or what we, we hoped for? Or, you know, how do you just, how do you, how does Batu feel to you now that we have this, this main ride up and running? It does feel, I don't know if I want to use the word complete because it's kind of like, it feels like they are, that the story can continue for us. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like we were stalled in a bit. I mean, it, it's nice to kind of walk around and you see Ray and you'll, you'll see Chewie and, you know, Kyla walking around stormtroopers. That's cool. And then you can go get something to eat. That's cool. And, you know, you can ride on the Millennium Falcon, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, but then afterwards, like after you've done those types of experiences, there's something else that you need to continue your story in Batu. And this is like, this is the perfect way to continue the story in Batu. And if you want to come in and make your own day out of it, this is what you, this is what we needed. It really is what we needed to make a day out of experiencing this land. So once you're done with it, yes, it's cool that you'll be done with it. You can go out and you'll start seeing like, you know, these characters that we know and love and, you know, see in the attraction walking around and doing those things. And you can go take your photos and you can go be even more connected when you're, you know, searching out that piece of merchandise. It it just, it definitely helps us continue the experience that we, we wanted to have in that land. And it would have been cool to have everything open at once. It really would have. Yeah. Um, And I know that's probably, that's what they were trying to go for because now I get why they wanted to go for that because this would have been, outrageous to have all of this done at one time. It would have been overwhelming to tell you the truth. Okay. Um, So I I can appreciate that they worked tirelessly to make sure this was perfect before they opened it because it's beyond, it is beyond this, this attraction is beyond. Um, But now that everything is up and running, it, it feels like this is, this is going to be, a place that people will actually make all of their plans because they want to go to Batu in Disney World, and then and obviously in Disneyland when it opens in January. Like now, I get it. You know what I Got mean? I, yeah, yeah. No. 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 I you, the the vision. You get the whole vision. And if this had been able to all open all at once, like wow, like yeah. it, it would have. There would have been no questions. People wouldn't have been you know, throwing this shade around and complaining about certain <laughs> things because that would have kind of sealed the whole deal that the impact of it all would have been just that much greater. But you know what, as somebody who did get to go to Batu when it was, when it didn't have Rise of the Resistance, I'm okay with the fact that, because I was still blown away. And like you said, it went, might've been too much. Like people like you and I might've just been laying on the ground going, oh uh, I'm never leaving. <laughs> They would have been having to haul us out of there and say, guys, you can't, you can't stay anymore. (laughs) We need to make room for everyone else. (laughs) All right. Well, you know, thank you so much for, for taking time. I know you're at Disney. I know you've got a ton of other stuff going on. Uh, You're learning about all kinds of things. And I know that everybody who listens here is probably listening because they, they dig the Disney stuff too. So guys, I'm just going to throw this out there again. Please go follow Amira. 
give her some retweets, give her some hearts, give her some likes, give her some swipe ups when she starts posting her blogs, because you're going to want to read in more detail. And, uh, yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot coming uh, to Disney 2020 and beyond. And I know you've got some of the scoops, so I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> yes, thank you, friend. Thank you so much for that that shout out. I will yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. All right. Well, this is going to wrap up the segment of the No Guilt Fangirls podcast. I had a ton of fun talking with Amira as always. And guys, if you liked what you heard today or on any of the other episodes, please uh, remember to leave a review and to subscribe. Uh, this helps other fangirls find us. And you know, it's no fun to fangirl alone. So we want more. Uh, feel free to share this out also with your friends. And there's no spoilers. So you don't have to worry about, you know, upsetting people who don't like that. And if they do like that, well, they can come talk to me in January because I'm going to spoil everything by then. <laughs> uh, don't forget also that every Monday, I bring you the Monday Movie Minute. I didn't do it this Monday because Thanksgiving was too precious to even think about doing anything but staying on the couch. That is literally what we did all, all weekend long, and it was amazing. So there was no Monday Movie Minute this week, but there will be one next week, okay? And uh, thanks again for hanging out with us in a galaxy far, far away. Thanks, Amira. You're welcome. <laughs>